We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And we welcome back our good friend Dustin Schutte from the Big Ten website, SaturdayTradition.com. It is quarter number four of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, my friend? Well, it's a little rainy outside, so it's delayed my golf game by about another week or two. But I'll, I think I'll manage. I'll survive. Uh, but everything else is going well. How are you doing, Jim? I was doing well till you reminded me. I'm up here in the north where just the other night we had an ice and snowstorm and it's still cold and you're just waiting out the rain to go golfing. I appreciate that, Dustin. I really do. You know, I've got to get my shots in when I can. Uh, that And that one's a, a wicked one. I want to change the subject. I don't want to talk about weather the way it is up here. I want to talk about the Big Ten with you. Let, let me start with this, Dustin, and we hit on some of this last week, but I wanted, there's so much here to unpack. I wanted to get back into it. We had essentially the last week of January. I was athletic director, Gary Barta, uh, came out talking about the Big Ten scrapping the division setup, going to an eight-game schedule, and perhaps adding games instead with the ACC and Pac-12. You and I have talked about that plan previously, and I think we're both advocates for it and love all that. I got so excited hearing about that. And then it only took about two weeks until we get athletic director from Ohio State, Gene Smith. He comes out and says, eh, you know what, we've kind of moved away from that uh, eight-game schedule. We don't see the advantage of those cross-conference games. In other words, everything you got excited about, never mind. Is that an accurate summation of what's going on in the Big Ten? And what is going on? Why the quick shift? Why did it change so quickly? It is kind of remarkable that we've heard from Athletic Director Gary Barta and or at Iowa and then Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith, and yet Kevin Warren is, you know, zip-lipped about most of this stuff it's it's you know it's kind of like the where's waldo books you have to you know you got to look pretty hard to get an answer out of kevin warren and what he's wanting to do i think that that is an accurate depiction based on you know what you just said and that is there's basically gene smith said uh, in addition to that look it's either going to be we're either scrapping the divisions or we're going to go to or we're going to keep the status quo and you and I have talked, Jim, I'm not in favor of scrapping the divisions. I think realignment might be necessary and kind of rearranging some of those teams because I still believe that if you scrap the divisions, you're going to end up with some scheduling inequities anyway. So we're going to be, you know, you mentioned Penn State's probably still going to play Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. So how far did you really go? Uh, because those games bring in a ton of money. But what's interesting to me is the whole point of this alliance was to have a scheduling advantage between the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12. And now it's like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So what's the point of this alliance now? I don't understand. Because as you talked about, Jim, how, how excited would, would Penn State fans be to welcome in an Oregon, a USC, 
UCLA to Beaver Stadium. And then conversely, maybe make the trip out to the Coliseum. Maybe go out to Seattle to play Washington. Maybe play UCLA and the Rose Bowl, some of those teams. And then you look at the ACC, which I know has been down, but you still have teams with uh, premier blue blood programs. You still have Miami. You still have Florida State. You still have Clemson. Those teams are going to be a draw. In that, in your neck of the woods, Virginia Tech, Virginia, I know there's some, you know, pit. There's some backyard brawls there, right? So it's just very interesting. It, it makes me, more than anything, it makes me wonder what is the entire purpose of this alliance, and maybe that's more the college football playoff conversation. But this thing was designed to block out the SEC, basically, from scheduling advantages. Now you're completely doing away with it. Now you're still going to have a nine-game conference schedule, which, yes, helps you contractually with some of these television networks, maybe gives you the upper hand. But in terms of the college football playoff conversation, we've known the Big Ten has been hurt in the past by this nine-game conference schedule. So it was just interesting because in the matter of less than a month, we went from this revamped, new-look Big Ten to basically the same thing we've seen for the past, what, 10, 12 years now? Exactly, and I was surprised by one other thing that Gene Smith said, and I'm, I'm quoting here. We felt the conference contest, meaning that ninth game, when you look at it across the board from a TV partner point of view, were just as valuable as these interconference games. I, I find that really hard to buy. Is, is Penn State-Purdue more exciting than Penn State-USC? And I'll keep using as an example, Penn State's out-of-conference uh, schedule last season and this coming season involves Auburn. And I could tell you the tone at State College, was it was over the top for that whiteout with Auburn. And, you know, the same thing about the prospect as a Penn State fan to fly down for a game at Auburn. I'm excited about that, and it's something I'll tell our listeners about in the next couple of weeks, but I'm going to be going, and it's really exciting. So how does that fit with uh, Gene Smith saying, no, these interconf- this intra-conference game is more valuable to their TV partners? I think, and I don't know the specific conversation that, that they've had, obviously, with Kevin Warren, these, these other commissioners, the ADs, the, the school presidents, and I understand the aspect that having nine conference games is probably appealing to a lot of television networks, but I go to basically what you said, Jim. What's so appealing about Ohio State playing Ohio, or, uh, Illinois or a Northwestern? What's so appealing about uh, you know Michigan or Penn State playing Rutgers or Maryland and I know they're in the same division right now so that you know but at the same time you're telling me that that would be more valuable than Penn State playing USC or Penn State playing Florida State Uh, I think the average fan I I look at this from the casual fan perspective there's nobody that's going to tune in outside of State College in Champaign for a Penn State Illinois game or as you mentioned the week one game between Penn State and Purdue that's probably going to be very State College West Lafayette specific right But if you see Penn State Miami, if you see Penn State USC, that's going to encapsulate more of the national audience. And I would think that that's what you want. And I would think that that would be more appealing to some of these television networks. The one thing that I am surprised by, Jim, to me is is I I don't necessarily have a problem keeping the nine games conference schedule. I think you should go back to eight. But last year, 13 of the 14 Big Ten teams played 10 Power 5 opponents. 
Why is, why is the Big Ten not saying, you know what, on even years we're going to have a head-to-head with an ACC school each team, and then in odd number of years we're going to do head-to-heads with the Pac-12? Work something out in that way, so that way you're guaranteeing 10 Power 5 games, uh, and that will even help boost this contract negotiation even more among television networks. It, it just... I feel like there were more avenues, but the Big Ten put its foot down and said, no, you know what, we got this $1.1 billion uh, offer here from NBC and CBS Sports once involved, ESPN's not going away, Fox is here, so you other conferences be damned, we're going to think about ourselves here, and I think that that's event... I think that that's what happened. The Big Ten saw some of the dollars and cents and said, you know what, we don't need these other two conferences to be successful. If they want to schedule some big games with us, yes, but we're not going to make this uh, an exclusive contract deal with these other two, uh, the ACC and the Pac-12. And that's the part I, where uh, what I don't get from it, and I yes, I do understand. We as the fans, what we want, what would create excitement here is kind of last on the list of priorities. The only places fans are, say, seems to carry any weight is with TV ratings. And maybe it's a small sample size. It's what I'm saying. I think Penn State, whether it's USC, whether it's the top of the conference, or a, even some of the mid-level teams, just like Auburn's not the top of the SEC, but it was a different team, a brand name. I think it's the same way with some of the teams you mentioned, Miami and Florida State and Virginia Tech and Oregon and Utah and Washington. It doesn't have to be the elite top of the conference to create some excitement. So I I, I really, I'm just at a loss, Dustin. I don't understand it at all. And, and I agree with you. And the, the thing to me is, uh, you again, I talk about these Power 5 matchups, And I remember a few years ago, and I think that the second version of this still has to be played, although I don't know the years, but I remember in uh, living around the Lafayette, Indiana area, there was a lot of buzz for a Purdue-Virginia Tech game. It's an out-of-conference. That's a team you don't see typically. And how much more intriguing is that to the fans than seeing Purdue play Ball State or another MAC opponent? I just, I I don't understand that that aspect of it. There, There is... There is some draw with some of these. You don't have to have Penn State, USC to get a national audience involved. Yeah, you're not going to have the same draw for Purdue, Virginia Tech as you do those other teams. But if it's a Power 5 on Power 5 matchup, it's going to be more interesting to a lot more people than Penn State Villanova or Ohio State Toledo, you know, some of those other games. So it's, again, it's still surprising. A lot of these teams are already playing 10 Power 5 games. Why can we not work something out? Um, you know, even you go back to Oregon State, Ohio State. I mean, are you telling me we can't find a matchup better than that? Like, it's. I just want to see some of the some better games because I, I get tired of seeing the FCS teams on the schedule. I don't like to see the MAC teams. Obviously, you got to have those cupcakes on there to try to you know get some confidence. Um, you know, work some things out early in the season. I definitely understand that aspect of it. But from a television perspective, again, basically what Gene Smith is saying is. What we have works, and I, I do understand that aspect of it, but again, you're telling me that Ohio State, USC isn't going to draw more numbers than than Ohio State, Illinois, or whoever they have to play from the West? It, it just doesn't make any sense to me from that standpoint. It, it doesn't at all. And earlier in the segment, Dustin, you said something about, gee, why the alliance? Well, the only thing you got from the alliance was the three conferences joined together to say we don't want expanded playoffs. 
And the interesting aspects to it are, you know, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, they were strong advocates to begin with. The second part is the Pac-12 and the ACC may never again make a playoff when there's only four teams. And the last part of it is the Big Ten and Pac-12 are trying to protect, protect the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl has to play at exactly 5 o'clock Eastern time so we can watch the sunset. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one thing that I don't really understand. I, I, I it's, it's going to be prestigious no matter what. I mean, you go back to that national championship game between Texas and USC, and did anybody care that the sun wasn't setting? It's still probably one of the greatest Rose Bowl games we've ever seen. So why there's that kind of protection on that game alone, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand why. Again, I'll go back to this point strictly from the Big Ten perspective because I don't understand why the Pac-12 would say no or the ACC would stay, say no when they struggle to get teams in. If the Big Ten adopted the 12-team playoff or the 12-team playoff was adopted in 2014, the Big Ten would have had 20 teams in. The SEC would have had 19. So from a revenue standpoint, you're drawing in way more money than any other conference. And that doesn't make sense to me why all these conferences would agree to nix the the 12-game playoff in in an alliance. I still can't figure that out. And once more, I'm going to say it, Dustin Schutte, I'm nominating you for Commissioner (laughs) of the Big Ten. Have your resume ready, my friend. That is it for our show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.